You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101, SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. I'm afraid that today is a little different. We've uh, He couldn't make it in today. He's just realized he's boarding a plane and uh, uh, that's too bad. But the good news is we have Brasco here to help out and bounce ideas off, which is great. There's lots to talk about today in terms of news. Um, Unfortunately, my internet's been off and up and down, so I'm finding a lot of the things I've saved and earmarked are now not connecting. <laughs> that's okay. That's why you have your guest substitute sub, substitute student here to go ahead and fill in the dead air. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, one of the things that uh, I really wanted to get into is some of the, the great questions and answers we get from the uh, our Google Plus community. And I'm uh, just... Uh, Trying to bring up one of them here. Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, it's a question from Ryan. He says, I'd like to create a five-part series on a topic for my blog. I was thinking of using the same title for each, but adding part one, part two, etc. to the end. What he's, he's wondering is whether creating a unique title for each article would be better than using the same titles with just part one, part two, part three in the back, back end. It's better definitely to use a unique title on these particular pages uh, because you can make sure that that title targets the proper audience. Uh, You know, in this case, uh, he's talking about bankruptcy. It's all about bankruptcy, part one, part two, part three, part four. Well, there's huge topics to do with bankruptcy that 
could be just a, a segment of what a person is looking for. So what we want to do is make sure that each of the the titles are focused on that one area. You've used you've done your keyword research to find out what people are actually searching for, and you've used that in the title, and you've used it throughout the body whenever possible. And quote unquote reasonable. Remember that reasonable. Um, and then you know what you can do is once you've done that, you can say below that, and this is not in the actual title that would show up in the SERPs, um, a search engine result pages is what I said there. Um, it would be a uh, part of the series on bankruptcy, part three, you know, whatever. You can have it so that people can always get to the rest of the articles, but the key point is that the title isn't too long. This is the title tag, and it is targeted. Uh, so that's what I suggested he, that, that he do, and it looks like uh, others have agreed, and uh, I'm hoping that that has helped him out. So thank you, Ryan, for the question. And again, this is a Google Plus community. If you want to go to it, you can easily find it by going to Google Plus and within the community section, just type in SEO. And we're there in a heartbeat. And I think right now we've got 619 members. Yeah, it's gone above and beyond the Facebook page. I couldn't believe when uh, John decided to put this together how much traction we get on here and how much content gets on on a regular basis. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. So what's the key problem? Hey, I'm actually curious. Are you able to get to Google Drive? I can't get to it right now. It says the app is currently unreachable, which is interesting. I've never seen that before. Actually, yes, I can. Huh. All right. Must be uh, you know, is it stuff Rogers going on or with Bell my or one Internet of those Canadian provider. companies. It's, it's a conspiracy. It, it really is. <laughs> it is. It is. Or, or I actually I saw an article today. I didn't get the chance to read it all, but it was about a guy who uh, logged into his Gmail one day and got a thing saying that he's been uh, bounced. He's they shut his account down for possibly you know, very vaguely classic Google saying that he's messed with you know their, their their policies. And all of a sudden everything he's got Google Drive, Google Gmail, all these things he can't access. That no is fair. so scary. Oh my god. Can you imagine if that happened? I I mean I I have to admit, I use a lot of Google. I, 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 hell, I even pay for apps. If they all of a sudden did that to me, it would be ruinous. How uh, bad would I'm, that be if you own the Chromebook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. If you own a Chromebook, like, oh, my God. They shouldn't be allowed to just do that arbitrarily. They you know, should I, notify you. I was, I was this close to buying a Chromebook over the weekend, and I did buy a laptop. The only selling point was the fact that, you know, you have to use just Google-based apps. You can't download programs that are maybe Windows-based or Mac-based. So... I decided to go uh, with a Lenovo Ultrabook Think or IdeaPad, Windows 8. Ah. But if you nice. were to... Now, well, go ahead. Is that one of the ones with the nubby in the middle for a mouse? Actually, no. The they used to have it. My old Lenovo had that, but now it's just a straight pad, but it is touchscreen as well. And I got out of, out of paying 600 bucks for it, for a touchscreen computer. I loved it. Very nice. Is, was it a sale or just... Yeah, it was at Staples, oh, wow. hundred bucks off, five ninety nine, and four gigs of RAM, five hundred gigs of uh, hard drive space. It's real thin. It's like three pounds. It's so small. It's, it's thin, about thirteen inch screen, but I love it. And it's, the battery life is crazy, like six hours. It's, I mean, wow. I'm in love with the computer. It's so nice to work with. I just don't want to bring it for work, or else I'll just destroy it. <laughs> it's All that uh, anger issues at work, eh? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
Well, sorry, everyone. We had to geek out there for a second. I, I, I have other questions, but I'll ask them outside of the show. I've okay. got to know all about the CPU and all that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the other postings actually is from Charles uh, on our on our site here and I, on Google Plus, and I haven't seen this before, but it's uh, an example of how uh, your site's rankings can get screwed by uh, DDoS. So that's um, uh, what is that again? I just totally blanked on it. Um, oh, go on. Denial of oh, that's right, denial of service attack. Essentially, they're just attacking you with repeated requests of information and which essentially makes your website go down and in this case um a government website went down for 10 days the site was ranking number one with a like number one in the SERP results and now it's no longer now i'd, I'd say that's pretty rare never mind the fact that going down that long is really rare especially from a ddos but uh it's an example of negative seo in a, in a way you know if someone had actually done that Purposely. Hmm. How do you? How are you able to go and build on a site a million spam blog comment backlinks? It's a lot of work behind somebody yeah. really trying to destroy this guy's site, right? Yeah, that's scary. I mean, he pissed someone off. Oh. Uh, I don't know, man. The negative SEO is just going to get stronger and stronger. It looks like with all this, uh, all of these really kind of somewhat transparent changes Google's making to to the algorithm. I mean, I know that this is probably a very uh, controversial statement, but it does seem to me that that, that negative SEO is, is is getting that much better because nowadays with things like the Penguin update uh, going after over-optimization, uh, going after anyone who's getting all those links and how they're, they're, they're really going after people who are buying links, how easy is it to buy a link for, for a competitor and just get them into serious trouble? Or do the classic, this is the classic, going to Fiverr, Paying someone just to get a whole bunch of links for a competitor. It's scary. Yeah. It's very scary. And I'm not saying any, by the way, I'm not giving any secrets here, guys. You could go online and find out about negative SEO, and they mentioned these ideas already. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't pass around anything that's particularly groundbreaking, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's spooky. I don't know. Um, I'd love to hear what John had to say about that, but uh, he's, he's probably even seen it in his world of. Uh, connections he's doing so many uh speaking gigs he gets to talk to a lot more seos than i do so probably get some good stories now i got another question here this was from uh uh, aaron carpenter she says a google plus question following up from the recent podcast does it make more sense to begin building g plus profiles on a personal gmail account even when working with a company or is it better to build it with using the company email now that is a very good question. And when it comes right down to it, you want to do your personal Gmail account. Uh, and I'll tell you how it can be the opposite. It's a bit different. But the simple fact is go with your personal account because if you do leave the company, you want to make sure that your authorship tag, so all the stuff you write online, is always connected to the one account you always own and always control. Does that make sense so far, Brasco? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I get in my head here. Um, now, where it may be slightly different is, uh, in my case, for example, I'm the owner of the company. I own Stepforth.com. I decided that since I'm using Google Apps, I'd rather have a business Google Plus profile versus a personal um, I, I sometimes, I, on one day, I might 
be a little doubtful of what I did. And on other days, I'm, I'm certain I did the right thing. But that's the way things are with Google being plus being so new. Mm-hmm. But the, the point of the matter is everything's connected to my business account, which I think is better as an owner because it, it, it allows me to segment. Because what I post in my Google Plus personal might be completely different. It'd be about gaming. It might be about uh, uh, kids, uh, whereas a Google Plus business profile, I'll be sharing tons of SEO and social media commenting. I'll be doing I'll be, uh, our news and, and uh, sharing uh, some of the, the, the top questions from the show, et cetera, et cetera. I see this being a really, really good opportunity to have separate accounts. Now, you could do the same thing. If you had a separate Gmail account or whatever separate account that you call personal, you could do that too. But when it comes right down to it, you want to control. You want to own the account that you've got your authorship tags on. Absolutely critical. And uh, Aaron, that was a great question because I really think that that's something a lot of people aren't putting a lot of thought into. And they're going to these new companies and they're creating their authorship. They can't take that with them. That's no good. Right. <clears throat> well, the idea is with separating yourselves uh, with your personal and business – because the only thing that makes me always identify if I want to put something on the Webmaster Radio, either Google Plus or Facebook page, my thing is I want to make sure that if I'm talking to said someone that is following me or following the company, I need to make sure, is this something I would talk to them besides shop at a conference, say over drinks, over you know just saying networking? And it's something that might be a little bit off the normal shop talk, but still might be something relevant that might work out, but not too personal. Mm-hmm. I almost try yeah. to put it like that. So, you know, there might be some stories where it's like, okay, some technology story came out. Oh, Facebook Home or something like that. I might go ahead and relay to somebody out there about what's going on with uh, what Facebook Home is doing. And maybe I put it on my smartphone and maybe it's doing something good for me or if I like it or I don't. And I just decide to tell somebody to evaluate it. Okay. But I wouldn't go much more than saying, okay, let me talk about something on TV or pop culture or water cooler stuff. There's some things that are in the water cooler that you can filter out and give to someone, I think, but not everything. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you've got to have that kind of, of uh, I think, disconnection. You have, to, you have to filter. It's just like anything now. Social media, everything's stored. Everything's remembered. You've got to be careful what you say. Um, and in this case, maybe it's not that you're saying something that will get you in trouble later. It's more, it's just about etiquette. You know, does it really fit into what you need to talk about in, in, in that area, that persona? Um, right. Anyway, huge topic. I mean, you get you get into what you know. Should you really have personas? And blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Some big stuff there. Um, now, I, I, I guess at this point we should take a quick break. When we get back, I've got a few other questions that, that showed up on our Google Plus page, and uh, also a bit of news that have, that's a bit of news. There's a lot of news going on, so I'll try and weed through the the the, the minor stuff and give you some good good news for you. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Ah. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Welcome to Market Square, where you'll learn about fundamental human truths and up-to-the-minute trends that shape how and why marketers and people connect. Market Square, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, and welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn. I'm CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And today, John Carcutt, my regular co-host, isn't here. But uh, I do have my friend, Brasco, our producer. And we are just jamming away here. We've got lots of news. And uh, the next one is actually a question I have from Scott Barrage. I hope I said your name right there, Scott, on Google+. He says, I personally have a few websites for different interests and small businesses I run. Each are different topics and don't really relate to each other. I was wondering if I'm better to use my name as the author for all of them or set up a different profile for each site. Now, what he's getting at here from what I can tell is author, the author tag for, you know, author rank uh, within Google. Now, I think it comes back to what I said before. Really, you want to make sure that you own the account that you have the author uh, tag on and you want to consolidate it as much as you can now i know i i think i believe it was the last show uh, uh or i don't know it's been so long i maybe had a discussion with john about this but um that it's it, it is important to keep everything in one place consolidated but also that if you have very different topics that you're always talking about there could be I guess, some confusion there um, in terms of what you are an authority on. Uh, but when it comes down to it, if you're writing a lot, you're writing on two different subjects, and you, become, you can become an authority on both. I, I see no reason why not. So, uh, Scott, I would say keep it all in one. Uh, again, all this is new everyone to everyone. But we're going off what we know and what we've experienced so far, and this makes way more sense to me than splitting it. It's just like having two websites versus one. Uh, if you can avoid it, have 
you know, don't don't split it. Make sure there's one site because that way all the link popularity, all that juice, all that credibility is being consolidated into one place so you have better chances of ranking. Uh, and, and, you know, you'll always do better that way. And something like authorship anyway, wouldn't it just be the point where I know some people are trying to go in at least try to consolidate some of their resources or try to cut some corners, if you will, but um, what is there to be said about trying to just create individual content on each site individual authorship and just put the extra effort out there. Yeah. Uh, so you mean actually uh, create, create original content for each page, for each site that you're making? Oh, yes. Well, yeah. It, the key issue is, of course, making sure that that authorship is is always obvious it's you and that it's always on one, it's always attached to one authorship account. Right. Is that Yes. Does that correlate with what you're saying? Right, okay, right. just making sure I didn't miss something there. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's new to everyone, and, and really a lot of people are wondering how it's going to go and what's going to happen, and, and that's all speculation at this point. Um, we have a lot we've heard about. Uh, we know that it's uh, it, it's extremely obvious to everyone that author rank is going to be a major component of everything that's coming in uh, search engine optimization and social media. It's the perfect divergent. It's it's where everything's crossing. And um, uh, what's going to happen ultimately is uh, (laughs) – I love speculating on this stuff, so I better watch out. But it is really just this ability to be so much clearer that a a piece of content isn't spam. Um, Now, that that said, once you become this person that Google has trust so much, if you all of a sudden break that trust, I imagine you're going to get hit down many, many, many pegs. because you know they want to be sure, and once they're sure, like say Danny Sullivan, he's obviously well respected and, and, and certainly by Google. And if all of a sudden he posts something that was garbage, uh, you can bet that that's going to have severe consequences on his his profile if he owns up to it. That is, it's not fake. Uh, it, it, it's uh, I don't know. There's a lot to it. What, what do you think, Brasco? Well, if I tried to say anything else, I'll be, it's going to be probably out of my pay grade and my educational level. <laughs> no, not, not at all. I, mean, I know you're always listening to the shows. So you must have a ton of stuff you see. But I don't know. It is, there is a lot to talk about. So I'll, 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 I'll digress and get into uh, um, some of the news right now and I'm actually check some of our stuff on Facebook as well and see if there's any interesting questions there we should get into you know uh, one little afterthought while you're searching for all that i, I must say we, we are now located in new studios i think we have told you about it off air but i really haven't said a whole lot to the audience out there but um you know we moved our studios a little bit north or we're still in south florida we're in uh along the campus now of florida atlantic university and i've been talking to a lot of people here in um an area where there's in the same building we have an incubator and some co-working spaces to think the students that we are trying to reach out to while we're here, especially at least with the radio network, and imagining, okay, what they're learning in school, and they have no idea what they're getting themselves involved into. If they're looking to learn SEO or SEM, and it's like authorship, Panda, Penguin, like the, the continuous <laughs> influx and changes that Google decides to throw at us each and every day. I can only imagine what these students are going to be traumatized with when they have to go and come and be involved in this, in this environment. It's it's overwhelming. I would imagine. I mean, hell, there's there's 
algorithms named after animals. I mean, what, what, what they must think when they get into this. <laughs> Imagine don't... if, like, the curriculum was based on what, like, Matt Cuss changes or what the uh, what changes are made to the Google Webmaster Central blog. Like, you would just see, like, one page looks like this, and, and it, wait a minute, I read something else on this page. What happened? Yeah. It completely changed. I, and, yeah, from one month to the next these days, it's completely changing and spinning on its head. I mean, we've still got that update that, that – Matt enjoyed, I'm sure, telling us all is coming. That's going to make us all spin. Or, of course, uh, what do they say at SMX? Oh, we're not going to tell you when we're going to be rolling out any new updates. We'll just no, let you course. know. Guess. <laughs> Guess. It's like whack-a-mole. <laughs> uh, just as frustrating, yes. Oh, God. Well, you know what? I did find a couple questions here I'd love to get into. And I, I figured making this a question show was a nice way to, to give you guys some Extra bang with uh, John away. Um, so this one's from David Stanford. Uh, he says, this is an older one, but I, I answered it and I thought it was a good one to, to put out there. He says, I'm just starting a new WordPress site for someone and I want SEO to be a priority from the beginning. Is using a WordPress theme going to hurt my rankings compared to a custom theme I design myself? If Google is looking for uniqueness, does the, the theme affect rankings? Now, for those that don't use WordPress, uh, you should know that when you, ins- you it, it's essentially, think of it as like a, a, a chassis on a car. Uh, it's really just the engine and the seats and the, the, uh, the steering wheel, all that stuff. But there's no frame. I mean, there's no uh, body on it. Well, the theme in WordPress is the body. And you can have any body you want. I mean, it, you can go crazy. Uh, you can make it look like a Lamborghini or you can make it look like a, Vol- a, a, a Volkswagen Beetle. I mean, <laughs> the, the contrasts are huge. Um, and generally what you get in terms of a free theme for WordPress is pretty close to a Volkswagen Beetle. You know I mean, mm-hmm. you'll get a few ones that are, are, are fake um, tin foil Lamborghinis, but uh, really when it comes down to it, you're not going to get that nice a site free. Um, uh, I'm sure there are exceptions, but in most cases, they're, they're, they're a bit garbagey. Um, yeah. Now, or there's links on them, and that's how the people are generating their money, and that's how they're making it, quote-unquote, free. So watch out. I would suggest creating, his, you know, creating your own theme. Um, what I really got into, though, was the fact that it's all about the content. So really, if you couldn't afford another theme, you could go for one that's free, and really just make it about the content. Write really, really, really good content, and people are going to come. Uh, it's going to be the, one of those things that um, what they really care about is that you know what you're talking about. So I wouldn't be too concerned about it. Definitely look for links if you're using a free theme that are in the footer that really shouldn't be there. Um, those are not helping anyone. Even the people that put it there don't realize that those are now, I wouldn't say harmful, but definitely not uh, a good indicator from Google. The, Google doesn't like that. It's, it's obvious that you're trying to, to, to gain some notoriety there, um, unless it's no followed. Okay. Uh, also, just look for anything that's hidden in the code. I've heard of uh, some of these themes having injection code in them that injects uh, or opens doors for hackers. Uh, it's WordPress is the, the whole WordPress world has become quite a jungle. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just un, very uncool, and uh, that's why I don't do any. I don't even work off a free theme anymore. I'll buy them. I have no problem. It's you know they're generally seventy five bucks. You know, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I'm thinking much of a cost you to have a site built. 
Well, at least you have somebody that can give you some themes that are kind of like oh, well, you can tweak with. I mean, I have some people that are some Drupal developers down here talking about that Drupal is going to go from seven to eight now. And the more things you have to learn about, you know, figure out their codes or their modules and, you know, the fact that, you know, at least you have a lot of people that work with WordPress you can go to to help you consult. But if you went through, I mean, imagine with other sites you're trying to work with that don't have that much support and trying mm-hmm. to figure it out yourself, putting all that effort out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I think that WordPress is a good choice either way, David. And I think that uh, you just got to be careful and make sure that content's high quality. Hope that helped. And uh, another question is from Jeff. He says, I really like your show. I have a question that may be very basic, but cannot see, I can't seem to find a solid answer. We sell machinery on our website. As the technology changes, we need to remove pages, and we don't want to lose the juice we receive from the page, so we want to install a redirect. Can you explain exactly how to do this? Is this done through HTML code, and he puts in bracket, we use Dreamweaver, or on a hosting site? Uh, he, again, another bracket, he says we use GoDaddy. Any help would be appreciated. Well, I haven't really messed with the back end of GoDaddy on a hosting site. I, I, do, I do, unfortunately, still use it for domain um, hosting. I'm not a fan of the company, but that's another thing. Um, but in, in the domain hosting area, it's very simple to set up redirects. So I've got a, a you know, if you want to um, redirect a, a, a sitting domain to another site, you can, it's very simple. So I would expect that's the case within GoDaddy. You could redirect an old page to a new page. Um, if not, it might involve a little bit of uh, tweaking within the, the finer areas of your your site. And to do that, I strongly recommend checking the the help forms within uh, GoDaddy because it's gonna. I'm, I'm certain they get the question all the time, and there's bound to be some pretty good resources there. It's one thing they're pretty good at. They don't want to give one-on-one service, so they make sure they give some really, really, really good quality. Um, FAQs and support that way. So at least that's that's my experience so far. Uh, now, how to do a three hundred one redirect? If you actually had to do it by hand, uh, I'm partial to the the tutorial I've got on our website. Uh, it seems others are. It's one of our most popular pages. So if you go to stepforth.com and type in three hundred one redirect within our search, you'll find it in no time. Uh, and it's a full tutorial. It shows examples of the code, where to put it. Um, <clears throat> You have to alter the HT access file, and and doing that, it's a little tricky. So you want to make sure, if you're going to learn anything, is that you copy, make a copy of that, completely back it up before you make any edits, because I've broken them myself. <laughs> it's really easy to break. One extra space will break the HT access, and your site won't load. So be very, very careful. Um, I guess, have you done that yourself, Rasko, or do you not mess with that sort of thing? Well, I know that with the radio station, uh, when we had some issues with um, when the official initial install of WordPress for the, the, the version of Webmaster Radio, if you notice, um, we have www2 that comes up on a lot of our pages. And so who, the, the person that did this for us before, who I will not name, <laughs> he, he was a producer here. Um, <laughs> the thing was, we had to do a full redirect. And, of course, we know Jim Hedger, who... Uh, at the time was working with us, he actually helped us out with the WordPress site to get all of our links redirected 301. Oh, my. To get them all so that www works for those. And then, of course, they pop up as www2 once you get to the page. Yeah, that, I actually do recall that. That was quite the quite yeah. a struggle, wasn't it? It was uh, It was really it was a thing where I, I was really afraid that all of our content was going to have to be repurposed again 
And then I want to go from scratch already putting in, you know, I don't even know about how many hundreds of pages of content we had already put up and how many audio files we had put up as well. Because we were going back from scratch from our CMS, putting all of our content into the WordPress page, brand new. And so that was a hassle. But at least, thank God, there was a massive 301 redirect that could be done so that um, we didn't have to worry about that. And we could yeah. work with what we have. Excellent. Well, it's... It's good that you had that that kind of expertise around. You could ask questions with, oh, yeah. and, you know, get it sorted out. And other people, you know, if you if you end up with an issue, um, obviously the hosting companies are pretty good. They can always help you uh, at least in the basics, and hopefully a little more than that. But uh, you know, there there are people out there. There's tons of forums you can get help from. Um, if it's a question that you and it's not time sensitive, you can always post it on our uh, Google Plus page. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that versus our Facebook, just because it seems to be getting a little more uh, traction. I'm certainly updating questions as much as I can, so once every day or two. So you'll get a response pretty quickly there. Uh, so hopefully that can help you out. Uh, other than that, uh, I'm certain you know you could always contact that consultant and, and, and pay them for a short period of time just to help you too. Right. It certainly could be worth the money, 100 bucks versus you know uh, a lot of downtime and he- headaches. Uh, seems worth it to me. Yep. Well, I, I guess it's, it's actually time, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'll, I will let it pass. It's okay. With, with everything that's going on, I'm not going to force you into a second break. I appreciate it. So, and we, we made it 30 minutes. That's, that was the end goal, Ross. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I, I got through it. Um, probably a few more ahs and ums than I would like to, but uh, I hope everyone in, enjoyed the show and got some, something out of those, those uh, questions and answers. And, you know, anyone else who uh, wants to leave any questions, remember, Google Plus page. And for now, I hope you all have a great week. Uh, This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And uh, you tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern at webmasterradio.fm for the next edition of SEO 101. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. Bye, John. SEO 101 This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.